0: hey good morning everybody it is uh march 31st not quite april fool's day i haven't quite figured out what kind of antics i'll get up to tomorrow if any um did a quick podcast yesterday about my grandpa but today we're gonna do a little podcast in support of a friend of mine her name is kathy and she is back in the hospital because her cmv levels Are over 48,000 which is high and we're going to discuss that Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by my donor who was gracious enough to donate their his or her organ in order so that I could live when I received this heart I was terminal in the hospital. So I was not gonna leave the hospital without receiving this heart transplant. And luckily for me, and with a miracle and a bit of help, a lot of help actually, I was fortunate enough to receive this heart. I woke up the next day and was literally off to the races. So um, organ donation makes a huge difference in people's lives. So please, if you can, sign your organ donor, tissue donor, eye donor card. Um, you know, they, they do a lot with the, with the organ donations now. Tissue, ligaments, um, all sorts of, uh, of, of different stuff. So, um, anyway, I just got a feedback issue. So I'm hoping that this is going to sound okay. Um, yes, so Kathy. Kathy received her heart eh, about four years ago. Um, she, I don't remember what issues she had. She's had so many issues since. I don't remember exactly why she went into the hospital. Her and I had a big long conversation about that in depth about her heart and what was going on but when, when she went in um, I think she was in about the same state that I was she may have been a little worse I think she had like I don't know 24 or 48 hours to live I think is what they gave her and all of a sudden uh, you know a, a heart came in now so she she got that heart and uh, uh, I would say, for the most part, she's been, you know, battling ever since, it's battling different, different things. So the the CMV virus seems to be um, one of the big ones that that has really been, you know, been the the, the most. Um, strenuous it just doesn't seem to let up Um, now what had happened was after she got her heart okay and you're put on the immune suppressants you're put on the steroids what happens is the if the virus is present, then uh, the virus can actually become aggressive. So uh, it belongs to the Herpes, I don't know, Vardae family. Um, and the few of its parts of the this are are pretty brutal. So the the they affect the main body system and remain dormant in those cells for life. Uh, this is called latent infection. Latent infection can reactivate later in life to cause disease again. Primary infection with CMV is common and may be uh, asymptomatic. Primary CMB is one of the common causes of a a mononucleosis, flu-like syndrome, fever, fatigue, tiredness, malaise, and other symptoms. Primary infection has been well with CMB has been referred to as heterophile negative mononucleosis because it causes an illness similar to. Epstein-Barr virus, but results of heterophile antibody tests for ABV will be negative. Okay, so CMV infection occurs in all ages worldwide. Experts estimate that more than half of the adult population in the United States has been infected with CMV and 80% of adults have had the infection by the time they're 40 years old about one in 50 children is born with CMV infection. Um, Most women, about 30% of cases who have infants, infection with congenital, I don't know how to say that, infection, pass it to the baby. Um, Some of them are affected with it during pregnancy and it causes miscarriages. So it causes all sorts of stuff, but. The thing is is that um you know it's, it's body fluids saliva blood urine semen uh vaginal fluids congenital oh, congenital infection uh breast milk blood transfusion organ transplants maternal infection and sexual contact or possible modes of transportation most healthy people do not experience any symptoms when infected with cmv and it does not pose a serious health concern a majority of adults have antibodies consistent with past infection Um, so people at serious risk have a deficiency of cell mediated immunity and that's where the transplant issue comes in um because of the weakened immune system, CMV causes serious disease: hepatitis, colitis, pneumonia, or encephalitis. I'm not sure what that is. Um, they culture the virus, detected CMV DNA from the infected individual, or detecting in CMV antibodies. Antiviral treatments may improve the prognosis in some patients. There's no commercially available CMV vaccine. Experimental vaccines are being studied. So this is where, um, this is where it gets interesting because, um, I received a text. I received a few texts from Scott. That's, uh, Kathy's husband. And, uh, the way that they're treating Kathy is they're treating her with chemo and then they are treating her with a, um, another drug and it is called, um, and it's a real nasty son of a gun, but so she's gotten one dose here and Her her creatine, creatine, is up. Um, And. Yeah, sorry. I, I know I'm just being a little slow here. I had all this information in front of me and I pressed the wrong thing and then it all disappeared on me, which happens to me a lot. So. um so she's at University Hospital, in London. Of course, she can't get any visitors because of this um, coronavirus. Okay. And usually, her husband Scott—I don't know where he works, but where where he's working is is obviously a, a pretty sweet place because they'll um, they'll just give him time off to be able to go and sit with her when she's in there fighting. Which. You know for somebody who's in the hospital and they're fighting and stuff like that it's it's pretty important um i i don't i don't think you can i don't think you can really actually truly understand what it's like to be sitting in a hospital room fighting for your life when you're doing it all alone um i think that there's a certain amount of sympathy that's that's given for that for people but i don't think people really truly truly understand until you're in that situation when it's just you know you and that nurse and i i I think that's where there's a lot of hype right now for for our frontline workers our nurses and stuff like that because of the pandemic and hey listen i mean they deserve every little bit but to just label it down to this pandemic and what they put themselves through and and um um what these what these men and women go through is is uh uh i mean you just said you know unless you've been in like i was in there for two months you have no idea you talk to anybody else that's been in icu or CVICU for for more than a couple weeks who've been coherent and i'll tell you something right now that you have no idea what those nurses go through just no idea at all um you know and and now here we go again where kathy's in the hospital right now and luckily she knows most of the nursing staff and they will just take her on like like she's family and they'll fight right along with her, you know, so they're, yes, they absolutely deserve the respect that they're getting right now, but they, reserve that, they deserve that respect every day. They're doing this every day, except for when they're on holidays. I mean, they stay late on their own time. They bring us food. They just do, you just have no idea what these nurses are doing. And the amount of shit that they have to put up with from family members who think they know what they're talking about when they have no idea. And regardless of how mad they are at the family members, because I've listened to family members, you know, of, of other patients, not my family members, family members of other patients, talk to the nurses and stuff like that. And these people, they just don't have a clue, you know, and they're ripping into these nurses. But when, the, when you leave... You know if you're one of those asshole people that do that to nurses when they leave all of a sudden now they're very kind and gentle with the patient again I mean they just they're just unbelievable I'm sure there's a couple bad ones out there but everybody has a bad day as well and you being a jerk certainly doesn't help them you know I mean they they go through they're they're incredible people these nurses um, you, you know I, I mean they will be in there fighting with Kathy. Not, uh, yeah, they're getting a paycheck, but they're not fighting with Kathy, and and supporting her and leading her on because of a paycheck. They're fighting the same reason why Kathy's fighting because it's in their system. It's just in their heart. They're just born that way. They're just a an elite group of people just like kathy so there are there are a lot of i think um, um oh i'm probably going to get into trouble on this podcast whoever's listening hopefully it's just transplant patients and they'll understand where i'm coming from there's, there's a lot of people out there that just don't have a clue about hardship. They don't have a clue about fighting. They're going off about this. They're going off about that. They're, you know, they're just jumping on whatever bandwagon seems to be coming across them and, and getting involved in all these ridiculous platforms. And, and look at me, social media. I'm so important. Or holding grudges over the stupidest things. And then you have that percentage of the people out there. You know, it, war vets and nurses, doctors. Um, you, you know, like the doctors and the nurses, they, they get a bad rep about, you know, how much they get paid or whatever. They, they don't get paid enough. Like I had a doctor, two separate doctors three, four, hundreds, probably 15 some odd doctors that all worked to save my life, probably more. I don't know how many nurses. Now they're doing the same thing for Kathy. In fact, one of the transplant doctors that I had that initially started to save my life still works with Kathy. And now she brings these people to her though, okay? And this, this is what I was getting at before you have all these people that are jumping on the because and stuff like that. Not this lady. She's one of the percentages that I'm talking about. So she's one of the people that I've seen hardship. Um, I mean, picture, okay, you're sick. Transplant patients under cancer patients MS patients. There's there's all kinds of different people with different sorts of diseases that are going to understand what I'm saying The general public though, although you might be able to appreciate you don't understand, You probably do not understand what I'm saying here. Okay. I Didn't either When my mom Was on her deathbed with cancer I, th- I Thought I kind of understood uh, that's probably a bad example because I was in there before, let's say before she went into palliative care. Before I thought I understood or I kind of appreciated, you know, what she's going. I didn't. I didn't have a clue. I wasn't even remotely in the same field. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I, as to what she was going through and, and the, the type of perseverance and the type of dedication and the type of fight that it takes. to do what she's doing. For instance, for Kathy to be doing this right now again, she's only maybe a month out from her last hospital stay. And I think she was she was probably three months in the hospital after her transplant fighting. She got out for a little bit, went back in again. And you get the transplant, And you're just praying that you come out the other side of the transplant at least you can go home. You know, now this is the type of woman that, you know, if people are looking for heroes or people are looking for somebody to say, you know what? I want somebody to follow. I want somebody who's going to inspire me. I want somebody who's going to light up my soul like the 4th of July. Kathy would be a good example. Kathy is somebody that that you want to look up her story, find out what she's been up to, and fight like she does. That's that's a real that's a real hero. Okay. Like I hear people talking about politicians, I hear people talking about actors, I hear people talking about you know these different people. No, I'm sorry. They like you can't tell me that that for instance uh justin trudeau is any sort of a hero i mean that that is not the definition of a hero puppet maybe but when i'm talking about a hero i'm talking about a real hardcore hero somebody who knows how to fight somebody who does it day in day out somebody who doesn't give up nevin langwa for instance there's another one you want a hero you want somebody to inspire you, you want somebody that, that, uh, can really, really, you know, light a fire under your ass, follow that kid, follow Kathy. So Kathy's married and she has a husband and she has a son and the son is having a hard go at this. This is another area where, um, you know, I got myself into quite a bit of trouble too, uh, over this because I, you know, um, I got my back up about something that happened and you know it it, uh, anyway I'm not gonna get into that but um, her her son is having a hard go with this and I, I don't think what people I don't think what people understand is it it's this is hard on the kids this is really hard on the kids and it's it's hard for the parent to be stuck in that friggin hospital watching your kid uh, suffer because that's basically what they're doing they're suffering they have no idea why their mom's sick they have no idea why you know their mom my mom's had two transplants why is she back in the hospital again it's crazy they just want they want their normal life back they want their they want their mom back they want to be able to go for walks in the park or go fishing or do art, um, have their mom listen to them play the piano or sing, um, ride their bike, I don't know, whatever your kid's into, right? And that's that's taken away from them. So there are people that just roll over, not Kathy. So the CMB virus, and I, I, let's, I, I know that I'm saying that a lot about heroes and stuff like that. I really, honestly, 100% truly believe in that, okay? I I really, really think society's backwards on who we're looking up to, okay? Uh, uh, And whether you like that or not, it it, it doesn't matter to me. I I think that when we, you know, uh, uh, I think when the nurse comes in and says, hey, listen, we're going to have a tough day today, okay? But I'm here with you Uh, uh, that's a hero to me. That is somebody that you look up to. That is somebody that you're saying, oh, okay, so we've only known each other for, you know, off and on, on split shift for the last couple of weeks, but you're going to dedicate the whole day to all your energy. Even though you've got all this stuff going on on the side, you're going to fight with me so that I can help save my life. And then what you get is you get a patient like Kathy, for instance, who is, she's all in. She's absolutely 100% all in 99% of the time. You can't be in all the time because, trust me, if you've never been in that situation, it is draining. It is so draining to have to fight constantly every day and try and be positive when people come over. Oh, you got to be more positive. You gotta look at things more positively because you know, you've been lucky enough to get this, or you're lucky enough to have that. Positivity is gonna now, you know what? Sometimes you gotta face the facts. And I think when you face the facts, you may face the challenge you're up to, then you know you realize that hey, you know what? Okay, now I can beat this thing because I know what I'm fighting. Uh, Same with Kathy. It's got a forty-eight thousand blood count. Now I can't find on my little uh, Google machine here exactly forty-eight thousand means, but I know it's not good. It's supposed to be zero. But that drives the creatinine up, and she just she had to get a kidney transplant because the CMV took out her um, her kidney the last time. So she fought for two, two and a half years to get the CMV down to almost zero. And when she got the CMV down to zero, she was able to get the, um, she was able to get the kidney transplant. And she, from when I talked to her, she basically had to beg and plead. To get the kidney transplant, which is fair. I mean, you don't just automatically get a kidney transplant, especially when you have CMV, because they knew the CMV was going to come back. You know, now people, some people would have the tenacity to say, "Well, do you think that's fair? If this was going to come back?" Yeah, I think it's fair that she got that kidney transplant. I've been standing in the hospital, had people ask me for cigarettes while they're waiting to get a kidney transplant or people who've gotten liver transplants that are, you know, um, start drinking right afterwards and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's it's fair because she never went back to any of that stuff. Well, she never drank or anything before that really. But, but anyway, that's not the point. So yes, yeah, she deserved it. She worked her ass off to fight off the CMV to get the CMV down to zero. CMV down to zero. And she got it down to zero. She begged and pleaded and they approved it for the transplant. And I, I mean if anybody's gonna have a good chance to fight that transplant and fight off that CMV and all that sort of stuff um, I, f- I honestly believe that uh, that Kathy's the one so she got the transplant and as predicted when she came out the CMV came back now she got the chemo treatment, like she just got the chemo treatment the other day. Her creatin has, um, has gone up and her, I think I may have already said that already. Sorry, but I'm not trying to repeat myself, but, um, Let me see, I'm sorry. Just give me a sec here. Um now here's here's one of the things that that kicks you in the ass when you're in this situation is she just got done a big battle with this and her cancer sores in her mouth probably just healed, if they even have healed. So you get these open sores in your mouth from the chemo, which knocks down the, the CMB, and then you can't eat. And of course, you need to be able to eat to to uh, you know to to uh, fight, right? You gotta stay healthy. Well, puree food or hospital food believe me hospital food any hospital i've been to the food is horrible i mean you're you're hit and miss you know you you're maybe two or three meals a week that are that are bearable and not to mention too your taste buds are a mess you're tired you're depleted you're exhausted you're fighting for your life you're doing everything you can you got all these people that want you to stay positive meanwhile you feel like strangling somebody when you're putting that much energy into fighting something, it is really difficult to stay positive with other people, and I mean really difficult. And even afterwards, when when you listen to transplant people talk, you know, and they some some transplant patients get they get pretty negative. Um, that's that's one of the reasons. You know, it's because they're they're. They're used to fighting. That's one of the reasons why I started jiu-jitsu was because I needed something to challenge the shit out of me. And jiu-jitsu does that. Um, So our hemoglobin, potassium are dropping quick. Okay, that's not good. So that means you're going to need more blood transfusions. When you get a hemoglobin transfusion, um, there can be antibodies in there. So as you increase the antibodies in your system, That decreases the potential of you being able to get another organ if need be. And I believe that it causes side effects when it comes to fighting certain things, okay? So the other issue with that is that when your hemoglobin um, drops you get tired, okay? And as you get tired, now you have a hard time fighting again. So this is, there's a lot of obstacles here. This is what, you know, this is one of my, um, this is why when I'm, I'm, you know, when I'm saying to certain people that, you know, you, you need to say, change your priority of, of who it is that that you're, you know, calling a hero or or who you think is fantastic whatever. This, this is why when I'm just assuming this is how I would feel. This is how I felt. This is how I felt when when I was told in the hospital that I would not be leaving the hospital unless I got a heart transplant. And at that particular point in time, I was not healthy enough to get the transplant. So you're not leaving this hospital without transplant. We don't know how long you can make it on BiVAD, but you're not healthy enough, so you need to get healthier, was the option. So is anybody out there other than you know chemo and cancer and, and other particular people, is, is anybody ever been given that option? And that's the same option Kathy has right now. Okay, so in order for you to live, you need to beat CMV. In order for you to beat CMV, um, we need your kidney and your heart to cooperate. Because I haven't even mentioned the fact that the last time she was in, her heart was under stress. And that's her new heart. So the one thing with chemo is it can literally take your heart out. Like it can swell your heart up and put you back into congestive heart failure. It can cause you to need LVAD, pacemaker, all sorts of shit. And with her her creatine dropping, that means her her kidney's already stressed. Her kidney, I don't think her other kidney works. Um, Or sorry, her... Her creatin's going up. It's just her first dose. Now, here's the thing. So I sent Kathy a little note. She's in the hospital. She's not interested in having great big conversations on the text machine. So I just send her just a tiny, tiny, tiny little note. Something she can look at and she can read. I don't expect any reply whatsoever. I was getting texts when I was in the hospital. Ninety-eight percent of them, I didn't. I didn't reply to ever because there's just no energy. Mm. I know it's only typing a few buttons. Well, you know what? Uh, put yourself in that situation and, and see how much energy you have to to push a few buttons. Because some of the questions you get asked over this over the phone are just ridiculous, and the answers that are people looking for, and and you know, oh, well, let's stay positive. I am staying positive. I'm still here. And this is what Kathy's doing. And she's a, she's an absolute champion. This Nevin Langwa, I mean, check this kid out. I've I put uh, I put a few links to his page. I know that they're uh, um, I know I think they've got a little GoFundMe thing going because they're you know I mean they've been four or five years going with cancer, um, and uh, um, Scott, I think. Scott luckily is still able to work from home, so they're not in uh, um, financial dire straits. But I mean, they're they're probably you know pretty close. I, I don't know their financial uh, situation, but yeah, healthcare is covered in Cam, but the, the, the other stuff isn't. You know, and and uh, um, yeah, these procedures are expensive. And everything else, but but uh, keep in mind the amount of tax that we pay uh in canada you know there's there's lots of people that don't require much care and that's the nice thing about a pooled system but when you've got somebody who's not working in a household with the way that you know the economy's set up and the way that we've you know put everybody out to work and get this going and get that going and then we can tax the shit out of everybody and give all our money away well you start to run out of money real quick and i know that may not be a very you know um politically correct thing to say but i'll, I'll tell you so, I d- I'm just I'm living it, you know. When I came out of the hospital, I had to get back to work ASAP. You know, still lost everything, and it's the same. It's the same with every transplant patient I've talked to. Now, some companies out there are really, really good. Um, I know that, uh, like one buddy of mine, he he was very fortunate. And his company's just like, yeah, man, when you, when you can come back to work, come back to work. If you've got to take off early, take off early, no problem. That's about 99% sure he's still with the same company. And they're still allowing him to, you know, roll. And he's on his second heart because the first heart got uh, uh, the, all the valves tightened up. They got hard on his on his system. So they, um, they had to change the heart. It was a ticking time bomb. So... Kathy is going to have to beat down the CMV. Well, she will. I have faith in her. And she is going to have to keep her kidney sorted out. Keep her heart sorted out. Still eat when the sores come back. Try and get up and walk around. Oh I didn't mention either. Last last week or the week before well, yeah, I think she just went in on Saturday or whatever. Um Saturday or Sunday. Saturday I think. Friday or Saturday, sorry. Saturday. Saturday she went in. Or Friday night. Um she's used to having Scott with her. So she's going to do this all alone, except for nurses. Um, Now, some days it's easier. I will admit that. Some days it's easier to fight alone. You know, it allows you to, uh, to bear down and fight. It allows you to concentrate on what it is that you're up against. It allows you to keep your eye on the prize. Sometimes, you know, you... You go minute by minute you're you know you're in pain um lots of different pains needles sites you know that they, they, you know for um for the cancer just put in a, a site right for the chemo and those you know you got a hole in you those get irritating after a while so then if you need intravenous you're either going to get a pick line or you're going to get if they you know you still uh, you're going to get well I guess before and after transplant you get your cath line for your heart but I don't know if she gets a cath line when I was there last time she didn't have one and they're I mean it's fine but they're still they're still there you know you still have the tape you still have the tape taking your skin off and everything like that so so there it's you know, infection is another issue because your, you know, your immune system is down. So they've got to try and bring her immune system up so her immune system can fight the CMV with the chemo, but not bring it up so high that it starts her kidney and her heart to go into rejection. Now imagine the guy trying to do the math on that. And the whole time that you're in there fighting the only thing you're fighting for is to get out of hospital, and get back home again, so you can start enjoying your life again. So every time you get a setback, you got to completely readjust your your schedule. You got to readjust everything that you've been fighting for. So let's say that they give you a whole flight to you of saying, "Hey, if we can keep these numbers going, then maybe you know next week or the following week you might be able to get out of here." So you set that as your goal. Okay, so I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. And then three days before you're going to get out, boom. The bottom falls out. Now that's happened to Kathy probably ten times. She still keeps fighting. A hero. That's that's what I'm saying. An absolute relentless uh gladiator. And you know, now she's in there and she's she's gonna do this alone. She's gonna battle this thing out on her own. Um it, and, you know, it, yeah, the, the 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 pandemic part of this, the fact that there's this, this bug, this um, COVID-19 going around, it absolutely doesn't help. Uh, you know, I mean, depending on what way you look at it, because it, it has helped because not a lot of people, um, you know, basically standing on my heels in line which is common i don't know where y'all are going so quick that you need to stand you know six inches behind me when we're in line i'm trying to make distance you just keep moving up you're not go- you're not getting any- getting to the front line any quicker you know but this has helped like yesterday when i asked the lady to back up a bit she backed up immediately i had to go out and get some groceries so and remember the transplant patients, we're we're professionals at dodging this, these things. We're always looking out for the person that's sneezing. We're always looking out for the person that's coughing, wiping their nose, snot all over the place. Um, you know, touching everything. Like, I've watched people that I know are sick and avoided their equipment at the gym. Or they go to grab a package and they put it back on the shelf, so I grab a different one. You know. Now, luckily... The hospital's quarantined. Um, so she won't be getting that, that COVID. I'm, if she gets COVID, I would say that's it. It's over. I don't even think she could fight that one. Um, she doesn't have respiratory, but she's got enough on her plate right now. Unless, of course, the, the chemo takes it out. I don't know. But, but so we'll just keep praying that that doesn't happen. But... Um, She's in the transplant section. They they won't uh, th- those those nurses and not. They won't let them um, be in any other areas. They'll be they'll probably be all masked up and completely suited up and everything else too. They don't they don't mess around. They're they're professionals. They they know what they're doing. So um, it's not up to me to even remotely question what it is or how they're doing it because they're they're professionals. They know what they're doing. So she's gonna fight this one alone. And, and, like I said, I've so I, I texted her this morning, and um, you know, I just said, you know, I, I, believe, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. So, and if you don't, that's fine, but I'm just saying I do. So, I said a prayer for her this morning, and I just sent her two little emojis. I just said to her, That just means I've said a prayer for you. Uh, you don't need to reply or nothing I'm not expecting you to reply I don't expect anybody to reply like if I if I call somebody um, if I call somebody on the phone and they're not available it's not a big deal I never leave a message and if I need to really talk to somebody then I'll send them a text hey you know I really need to talk to ACP but I I got buddies that um, you know I'll text them or they'll text me and, and uh, we won't talk till three or four days later. That's fine. I have no issue with that. I'm not, uh, I send an email and I don't get a reply for a day or two then. That's fine. Um, I'm not stuck on, on having to get a reply. So I, you know, I mentioned that to her. She's, of course, she replied. So oh, thank you. So that was nice. You know, because at least she had a little bit of energy or she's feeling good enough at this particular point in time to just be able to send a, you know, thank you. Um, which is not what I'm looking for, but what I am excited about is the fact that she had actually had enough energy to send a reply. So I, I think that's pretty cool. She could have sent any reply. She could have said, you know, um, I have to go to the bathroom real bad right now and I can't get out of bed. And at least it's a reply. Now I would have felt sorry for her for that. Cause I know how that feels, but, um, then there goes another thing so she's gonna start taking on water because your kidney function is going to go down so what happens there is, is now all of a sudden then you get on a fluid restriction and then you start to get dehydrated and you have to be on the fluid restriction because of the fact that your body is retaining fluid because you're not peeing because your creatinine level went way up which is causing your kidney not to work I mean it's it's just one thing after another and she's still hitting it head on. And there's there's lots of people out there that are that are fighting like that every day. You know sometimes you you run into somebody on the street, well not run into them, but you see somebody on the street or you know you're talking to somebody, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's um you know somebody at little you know, Susie's basketball game or, or, you know, her field hockey game or her ringette game or something like that or, or you know, one of your kids' hockey games or something they're, you know, they're just a little out there. They're, you know, they're not completely with you whatever else. You have no idea what's been going on with that person. You have no idea what they found out. And some people, they don't, you know they're not going to talk about it you know like uh, scott's son for instance kathy's son scott and kathy's son for instance i'm sure that kid's under quite a bit of stress and most people might just think oh that ignorant little you know whatever meanwhile they have no idea what he's going through what his mom's going through the stress that that kid's been through over the last three four five years you know and that's a that's a big thing and i don't think that we give i don't think that we give our kids enough credit on that i think that um we you know i i think we recognize some things and not others because there's not enough you know research or there's not enough people that have gone through it but the some of these kids after transplant they they are in rough shape because they're not sure when or what or how is their, you know, parent going to be affected again. You know, is their parent going to make it through it this time? All these things. And meanwhile, when I've gone and seen Kathy, and if I could drive down to Ontario right now, I would, but I can't get into her hospital room. Um, then I would, I would go down there and that'd be nice too. Cause then I could make a quick stop in and see my grandma. Um, my, uh, Uh, grandfather's funeral was yesterday so it was in it was in ontario and um there was no possible way that you know that i could get there um especially with the virus and everything else um you know even the they're they're gonna have a big get together at whiteville um for him even that i i won't be able to attend that so um it's just too many people like that's, that's the thing. There's so many people in close quarters with so many who all want to, you know, hug and shake hands and do this. And I get it. I mean, Hey, thank you for the love, but not a chance. Um, it's just too dangerous flus and everything else, you know, that's going around. So she's in there and she's fighting every day. Kathy, I know you might be listening to this, and and these are all the things that I'm I'm proud of you for doing. Um, She's in there fighting every day, all the pain. Uh, Some days are better than others, trying to get these numbers down. Completely locked out from the outside world because of the virus. And she can't see anybody. She can't help anybody. Moms are, um, I mean, moms are a magnificent uh, um, collection of of cells. Really, the uh, the I mean, uh, like just just a guy from the outside. Who you know? I've watched my wife with with my three kids over the year. It's it's amazing how um, how and what a mother feels for their for their kids—it's unbelievable. And the type of love that a that a, a mother is capable of is is astonishing. Really, I mean it—it's it, mind-boggling. Yeah, dads are good and everything, but I'm not talking about dads. I'm talking about mums. Um, so you know, to to have a mom in there like that, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example when so when my mom um went into Sunnybrook she got back from Texas ended up in Toronto I don't really remember the gory details on that but uh then she had to go into hospital um I got sick and I had to go into the hospital and I was in second stage so not CVICU but uh Uh, the next stage, after being diagnosed with stage 4 congestive heart failure. So I'm in the hospital, and I'm in a rough shape. Well, they felt that it was probably my mom's last day, and I couldn't go see my mom because I said doctor. I had no idea how sick I was. For the most part, I don't think any of my family does either. I think to this day, my dad still does not. Even remotely appreciate any of the stuff that I've gone through, as far as the the congestive heart failure and the heart transplant and everything else. I, I don't think that the understanding is there, which is fine. Um, but as transplant patients, we need to be able to accept that that, that people don't understand, you know. And that's that's another thing. And I I know some of the conversations Kathy and I have had that that uh, that she's the same. She she understands that she gets it, and um, you, you know and, uh, John, uh, Karen, Dale, um, Biker Bill, all, all those lots of different people we we, we get it. People just they, you know it's just like that song parents just don't understand that you know and and that's that's fine. Um, so when when. My, so when I said to the doctor, listen, I got to get to Sunnybrook. My mom is uh, my mom's dying. He said, well, I can't stop it from going, but if you go, you're not going to make it. Uh, so I was in a situation where I didn't, you know, I, I, I almost lost my mom without being able to say goodbye to her. Now, luckily, I was there when, when, my, um, when my mom passed away. I was, I was holding her hand and I think we had just done the rosary. My mom was; uh, she had a real strong belief in Jesus and God, and and uh, she had a lot of faith. So I was able to do the the rosary with her several times, and 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 uh, and say a prayer for, her. Um, you know. And that was that, that was good. I, 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 I you know I feel good about that. Um, in fact, it was it was my uncle Joe that had mentioned that you know try and make sure you're there. He had told me a little story about something that happened to to him or a close friend or a family member of his and explained that to me that, that that was a big help um so when i went to see my mom my mom knew that there was something up because she said i had to completely change my diet 100 percent. so thousand milligrams of lesser sodium 1500 milligrams liters or less of water a day i was on laser because i was on all these pills i was a disaster and uh she said what diet does this doctor have you because i wasn't eating anything like i was before i just couldn't eat it and uh you know i just said to rod you know it's just something because you know she said geez you're losing a lot of weight this that and everything else i said yeah yeah and she never pushed it but she knew and but there wasn't much she could do because she couldn't get out of the hospital, do anything about it. So that's the same as that's the same situation that Kathy's in, but she's still remaining positive and she's still fighting and she's still going after this disease. You know, that's that's um you know, that's constantly uh, holding her back. You know she's home for three weeks, and you know I've mentioned a couple other podcasts where she's still doing, um, you know, seven, eight plus minutes on her bike, just to start to get back to, you know, start to get back in shape again and feel good, and and you know get the blood flowing, get the exercise going, and boom, she gets hit with this CMV again, and back in the hospital she goes. So now I haven't had the chance to talk to Kathy in person, um, and I'm not going to. I mean, if she calls me out of the blue, that's fine, I'll talk to her, but I'm not going to call her um, because of the fact that she may be in a real rough spot. I don't want her to have any, uh, you know, anxiety about that. Oh, I should answer the phone or whatever. So I'm not really sure how much energy she has. I'm not sure. Um, she did mention to me though that she's she's got her eye on the prize and that she is, she's gonna fight this, she's ready to fight it. I think she's always ready to fight though. Um, I think for the most part she's in constant fight mode. So, um, you know, like she kind of says to me here, like, again, there, there's different types of people out there in the world, and, and, and I'm kind of one of these people too where, you know, so she says to me, another fight for sure. I got this. Sucks with the hospital on lockdown. So no visitors at all, but I will manage. And Then she says to me, this is what I love about her, have an image to uphold LOL, and it's it's true she does like she's like I said, she's tough, and you know, like I said, if you wanted somebody to look at for inspiration, you wanted somebody to um, get a good idea on on a real fighter, somebody who is capable of of overcoming obstacles, real obstacles um in my opinion real obstacles i mean everybody's definition of real um is different and that's fine i'm not judging or anything you know i know that if a three-year-old loses their blanket it's the end of the world and i appreciate that i get it but in this case here you know with the circle of people that i'm around and you know or, or, or that i know now more than more than others um They've all deemed this to be a a real fight, okay. So that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from the transplant side. Coming from the side where, um, on several occasions, a lot of the transplant patients, cancer patients, uh, you know, there's lung patients. Um, I'm, I'm on a lung transplant page, and uh, they're a. a real crazy bunch of fighters as well uh with some of the stuff that they have to go through you know liver patients their their liver's done it's over uh liver transplant patients they're not they're not walking out of that hospital without a new liver boom liver living donor kidney living donor Uh, that's a lot of the stuff that i follow so that's a lot of places where I get my inspiration from. That's a lot of places. That's what drives me. Um, I'm assuming that one day I will be back in the hospital fighting, or I'm assuming that at one particular point in time, I will be um, fighting harder than what I am now. You know, or or I will have, you know, things start to deteriorate. Like I'm you know I'm what almost forty six. So, you know, I'm I'm getting up there, right? Um and although I try to appreciate where you know where other people are coming from and stuff like that, I, I I've decided as of late, especially in the last year, with a few things that have happened in 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 my life, that there's only so much that I'll accept, and the rest of it I'm just going to put to the side. Um, there are certain things that I just can't, I just can't appreciate. Um, what I can appreciate the fact is how hard that Kathy's fighting, how hard that that little Nevin's fighting. Um, I can appreciate the fact of 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 how hard it is to wake up and be really really hungry, but have nowhere near the energy to eat of how, bad it, how hard it is to have to go to the bathroom and not be able to go, not have the energy to sit up to go. And in order to get up and go to the bathroom, so sit up and get on the little portable potty, and you need to sleep afterwards because you're so exhausted, you just woke up. I mean, Sleeping in, I I don't think she's in CVICU, so she's in a different ward. So, um, her being in a different ward, it may be quieter. She might, other than the pain and the meds and the chemo and the beeping, because she'll still be monitored, um, the need to have, she may need to have oxygen, she may not at certain particular points of time, she'll be getting a good sleep. It's kind of funny because um, I remember that. Well, oh, you need to sleep. Yeah, sure. With all this stuff attached to me, how the heck am I supposed to sleep, right? But you do. You know, you sleep during the day. You you, you pick your battles. You pick your times to sleep, and, and off you go. And then you fight. You get up the next morning, and you fight. So she's going to have to have another dose of chemo. Um, I'm assuming they'll do a few doses, and then they'll send her blood off to Winnipeg. Winnipeg will check her blood level of CMV and they'll let her know hopefully they'll hit her with a couple doses of chemo and boom the CMV will drop and she'll get a few more weeks and then her body will slowly start to adjust her immune system will start to come up it'll come up it'll come up and then bang it'll be high enough where she's not going into rejection but it'll keep the CMV at bay and once that happens she's off to the races so hopefully this is the time she gets one or two shots of chemo and boom, she's back home and her CMV takes off and never comes back. You know, that's the ideal situation. That's that's what I hope. I was kind of hoping that the last situation she was in, that, that would have been the the path. But unfortunately that wasn't the path. But in saying that, you know, she's going to be back at it again. And so will you, let's say. Let's say that you're out there right now and you're you're going through this, you know, you're going through a battle. You're, um, or you know somebody who's going through a battle. You know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different feelings. There's a lot of different um, emotions and, and questions and all that sort of stuff, you know, that, that, that you're going to have. I think eventually you're able to read, you know, kind of how your patient, let's say, your husband, wife, child, or whatever, how they're doing that day. Um, some days they're smiling, some days they're not. Take the good with the bad, concentrate on the good, try and forget the bad. But you can also use the bad to motivate to the good. You know, like you, you can always say to somebody, hey man, don't forget, you know, you made it through this the other day. This is this is less, right? Yeah, it's less. Yeah, you're right, thanks. Because people tend to forget when they're in pain or when they're in that situation, they tend to forget that, that you know, they've been through worse, let's say. And Kathy will do the same. She's been through worse. Um so when she's in there, you know, Kathy when you're in there and you're fighting um remember you, you have been through worse. Like you're not anywhere near dead yet. There was a time though when you almost were. Right? So so don't, you know, don't don't forget that. Don't forget the fact that that you've been down this road before. You're going to win this battle again. And, you know, it's going to take a lot out of you. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you'll get a couple more chemo, like I said, and boom, you're back. You know, back to riding your bike and baking and doing the things that you love. And, you know, that's for other people too. Like there's a lot to be said for, you know, uh, a quick, you know, quick line of support. Um, please don't give the nurses a hard time. Please don't give the doctors a hard time. Uh, if, if you see something that you really really think is is malicious or you see something that, that you really really think is is out of touch then maybe talk to the nursing supervisor maybe the, the, the nurse has missed something maybe you know talk to the talk to the nursing supervisor in private alone low-key. Um, you know you attach way more honey with or may way more bees with honey than you do with with vinegar and then that gives you the opportunity to to establish a bit of rapport because what you may think is something that they missed it may not be something they missed it may have been something that was completely and utterly out of their control you know and and yeah you're you know you're there to support the support your patient you know that's your loved one and everything like that too but don't forget when you're not there that's that's the nurse's loved one that's that's how they treat us when you're not there even if they're having a bad day they're still good to us you know so i hope that that um you know this pandemic doesn't cause Anybody to you know to not be able to see somebody, which leads to more complications. Um, I hope that that doesn't happen. I hope that if you do, you know, have this COVID virus, that you're successful in, in fighting it off, and it it looks like that there's a very very high percentage. And I'm sorry for anybody who's lost a loved one um you know from the virus or or related illness from the virus. Um you know, I don't wish anybody to you know, any pain or or um suffering or, or, or anything like that. Kathy, I you know, I just honestly believe you'll be fine. I think you're a champion. I think you're a a true hero and I think that I think you're an excellent role model. And I think that if if people really, really want to um, an indication of what a, a real true fighter, a real true genuine person is I I think that they can look at you and I and I I know for a fact that they'll they'll see that. I do. When I look at you yeah, I I see a, a gold medalist that's what I see and um, I see somebody who's capable of a of great you know like really astonishing things after what you've been through what you've accomplished um, the uh, the challenges I can't I can't think of of, you know, too many more people that are more inspiring than yourself. I mean, my mom was someone like that. Um, You know, she was a very, very uh, driven person, especially when it came to fighting for her life and and staying, you know, with us and staying alive. She had six or seven extra years. Out of it, so um, that's that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that that added life that we weren't supposed to get. And so far, we're doing well. So don't give up, Kathy. Please, the world needs you here. We need more people like you here on Earth. More people with good hearts even if they are somebody else's with motivation, people that can lead by example, you know, one of the other things I like about Kathy is, is she's a little more direct. Um, and I know when I was visiting her the last time, you know, there's a few conversations, she's not necessarily afraid to see what she wants to say, and I, when it when it comes to something important, and I, I think that's important. I think a lot of times we hold back on certain things because we're worried that somebody else might be offended, and it's it's not hard to offend people these days. I mean, it's very very easy. Um, all I have to do is blink the wrong way, and and somebody's going to be pissed off. Um, and I, I think when you're dealing with someone like Kathy, I I you're not going to find that. This is somebody that's gonna um, appreciate what it is that you're gonna say, and 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 she's gonna keep fighting. Um, and I think that that's, I think that's really important for everybody out there, and anybody who's who's listening to this podcast. Remember, you know that you're, yes, you're having a tough day, but we need you here. We really do. It's it's a balance. We need that balance. We need all of our different type of people. We need all the different colors. We need all the different religions. We need all the different um I don't even know how to say that. You know, straight, gay or whatever. We we need all those people. It adds such a fruit to life. It gives it gives life that that meaning. You know that excitement, um, and it, it just adds color. You know, it it adds uh, depth to our world. People like Kathy add depth to the world. You know that that special spice to your meal remember that guy bam or whatever it was that he used to do on that cooking show that's what kathy is or that young fella nevin you know um ali neff was like that that young lady that was that was a model she was on her second heart and then she unfortunately she's passed away but um There's another guy I know too, um, his name is, uh, um, his name is Matt Baker. He, um, he's a jiu-jitsu, he's a master black belt in jiu-jitsu. I don't know if I said that right. There's another guy too, who's a heart transplant guy and his name is Ivan. He's a black belt. He got his transplant when he's a blue belt, so he got his black belt after having a heart transplant. Um, he's a real cool dude too. Um, he's from Hawaii too. I think he started his, his um, jiu-jitsu in Hawaii. And um, Matt Baker, they used to drive to do, um, to get jiu-jitsu training. You know, they do it in these little garages, so to speak, to do the jiu-jitsu training. And they did it because of the passion they had for training in that sport, the passion they had for doing that activity. Like you imagine, like I've struggled with doing jiu-jitsu after having the heart transplant. Mine was internal struggles, more or less, I guess. And, you know, that's what I mean by all these different people inspiring us. Like, like Matt Baker, hes he's a, He's a real cool guy, just like Kathy. She's a real cool gal, just like Ivan, and my professor. At, I know lots of really cool, cool people, okay? But I'm just trying to keep it to a minimal. These people are all really, truly inspiring to me. Um, that little Nevin fella, I mean, that that dude's a warrior. I mean, that kid is amazing. You guys gotta check uh, that kid's page out. Like he is just, um, he is just a champion, this kid. Like he just keeps fighting. He's just like Kathy. I, they just keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Like the, forget the little train that kid. There's, there's a whole family of them, you know? You wanna surround yourself with people like that uh, you know who just don't know how to give up they don't know how to stop they don't know how to quit they just keep fighting and fighting and fighting that's awesome i have a deep respect for people like that because no matter what they run up against my mom was exactly the same no matter what they run up against they don't they don't um they don't hold people down they don't judge people they don't um they just they just carry on with their battle and that's they do that like that's why i'm saying that kathy is is a hero that's why i'm saying that kathy is a um a uh oh shoot i can't think of the name someone to look up to um because of her attitude, because of her persistence, because of her, her will to live, because of the way that she wants to do things, that, that to me is somebody that you want to get um, life influences from, your motivation from. And you know, when you look at someone like that, you say, well, f- holy shit, if she can do that, then I can do this. Yes, you can, you can do it. Uh, you know, you don't have to sit at home on the couch smashing away on a keyboard, getting pissed off at people that you'll never, ever meet or holding a grudge. You know, I had a grudge. I was holding a grudge. There's two people in particular I held a grudge against for, I will say, 15 some odd years. And it wasn't too long after my transplant that I released that grudge. I realized, you know, this is what a waste of time to hold that type of anger and hold that grudge, you know, regardless of the baggage that comes along with those people. um, That was, was, you know, and what a relief it was to let go. But I I know people who will hold a grudge for anything. They'll just, because they have nothing better to do. Don't be that person. Find your passion. You know, if you If you're having a hard time finding your passion, if you're having a hard time um, maybe getting over the hurdle, then look at someone like Kathy. Look at someone like Nevin, Um, Matt Baker, Jiu-Jitsu, Ivan. um, I've put his link up on other pages. Even if you don't do Jiu-Jitsu, it doesn't matter. This guy has had a heart transplant, and he still competes in competitions. You know, he's, uh, um, he's a guy from Hawaii. I think he lives in Vegas now. I think, um, and he, he uh, he's he's out there participating. because he wants that extra out of life. You know what I'm, like, if you're struggling right now, or you're having a hard time right now, consider, I know this sounds stupid, but it worked for me. You know, take something that you love. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's your wife, your husband. Um, maybe boyfriend, girlfriend, child, dog. Everybody loves a dog. Almost everybody. Not everybody loves a dog. Maybe it's your cat. Hamster. Maybe it's your bow. I love my bow. My bow brings me a lot of joys. Um, maybe it's, these are just things that I do. So y- you might have other things. Maybe it's your, um, maybe it's your cello. Maybe you, you've missed playing the cello, guitar, drums, shooting. Maybe you're a, a long-distance shooter. You know, you got a bunch of guns at home and, and you love shooting all your different guns. Whatever it is, whatever brings you peace. Um, maybe you're a baker. You know, you love cooking. Um, and you can, you know, you love making all these different dishes. Whatever it is, that's, that's your... Your, um, that's your dot. Put it up on the wall. He, you know, I had a nurse do this actually, um, just before they put me on an antidepressant in the hospital. Well, I think I was on an antidepressant. I'm pretty sure I, I must have been because it was it was a rough go. I think they put us all on it. Anyway, he would put little post-it tags on the window that I could see. And he'd say, "Okay." He was good too. He was a really good nurse. Um, they were all were sorry. And he would say, "Okay, what what makes you happy today? Right? Whatever it was, he would write it down and put it up on the wall. And and that helps. And just that tiny little thing, like what what do you like? That's what Kathy has to do. She has to find that tiny little thing, that tiny little thing that motivates her, that tiny little thing, because she's." There's no secret. The same with Nevin. She's going to go through hell in the next few weeks. There's a real, real good chance that she's going to be fighting for her life in the next few weeks. She's going to be in a hospital, and she's going to be fighting her ass off to stay alive. She's not going to give up. She's not going to quit. She's not going to throw the towel in, and she'll come out the other end. She'll be worn out. She'll be tired. Yeah, that's right. She'll get home. She'll start to relax. And she'll get back on her bike again. She'll get back to her cooking again. And she'll get back to her life again. And she's going to fight her ass off to do it. You can do that. I mean, you can do that. You just got to find that little piece. What's that thing that starts your fire? You know? What's that little thing? Oh, I wish I could get up and take my dog for a walk, but oh, I got such a headache or my knee really, really hurts or, you know, there's so many people out on the street and they shouldn't be out on the street because of this pandemic and I'm afraid and all this other stuff. So maybe you take your dog for a walk in the backyard, you know. Um, so. There's something out there that is going to get that fire burning, like my football coach used to say back in high school. You know, get that fire going underneath your ass to get you up and get you going. And if you need some inspiration, look at Nevins or or think about Kathy. Think about my mom. Um, vets, you know, our war vets that went and have put themselves in harm's way for us. Um, Our nurses, our doctors that go in there every day regardless. They can't even see their families now because they're high risk. Um, All those special people out there. Find somebody. You have it in yourself, though. Kathy will tell you that. That's where she's getting her motivation from now. It's the deepest parts our parts of her soul. It's there. It's there in abundance. You just have to you just have to find your way to it. And when you find your way to it, it'll it'll pick you right up. It'll pull you right out of the and it'll give you that chance that you need and even if you blow the chance it doesn't matter it's still in there you just go back and find it again and and start again like kathy's gonna do she's gonna start again she's gonna start again she's gonna start again and she's just gonna keep fighting until she wins that's what we all need to do fight until we win that's what i did just kept just kept going Had I not made it, at least I went on my terms. And if you're not going to make it, I'm not saying this about Kathy, but let's say you're, you're in dire straits or whatever, go on your terms. You will then have the knowledge of knowing that you did everything that you possibly could to win your battle. Whew, that was a long podcast as i said that podcast was meant um to talk about some of kathy's ba- battles there i don't i think we i think we got into it a bit but i think i got off topic a bunch of times like i usually do but i think it's really important that we support each other all the time not just right now because there's a pandemic all the time support each other all the time people distance all the time love each other all the time and if somebody's not giving you the love back or if somebody wants to be depressing or somebody wants to hold a grudge or, or whatever else let them go let them hold their grudge on their time and and they can they can bear that cross um it's it's obviously you know if if, if they're going to hold that against you it's they're, they're not worth it they're not worth the struggle they're not worth the pain um you know if if somebody's wronged you or, or or whatever and and you can't make amends and then let it go don't hold that crutch let it go if you're down in the dumps right now you need motivation um, you know I, I I try to post motivating stuff not words pictures of stuff that I'm doing take a look at my story see where i came from see where i'm headed same with kathy same with nevin um ivan um, matt baker from true um ivan james i think his name is i know that i i posted him up on here before and um it should be here pretty quick um here in just a sec yeah ivan jay Dot jujitsu. um I mean you know follow this guy uh, he got his black belt through Gracie Black Belt um and no gi too black belt no gi medalist the guy's got a heart transplant and yeah like doing jujitsu is really Really, really hard. <laughs> like, I've never, other than this new bike machine I got, I've never done anything that's so hard as, as jiu jitsu. Like, it just completely wears me out. Um, and, uh, you know, he's he's got a black belt in it. Um, Matt Baker has, I think he's got a couple stripes. Like, he's, he's, um, like, he's a master. He's a master black belt. You know, uh, my professor at my academy, he's, he's an amazing guy. He's a fantastic guy. And then there's people like, like Kathy. She's a, a five-stripe master black belt in recovery. Uh, both heart and kidney which is gi, no gi. Um, you know, Ivan, or Nevin, sorry, Nevin, he's the same. He's got a whole bunch of stripes on his black belt, and that's uh, leukemia. He's got his leukemia black belt, because he's a champ. Amazing, he's an amazing kid. I just can't believe that that kid, same with Katya, I can't believe those two there's and there's there's more people out there like that like i i I'm, I'm following like 100 people on my on my instagram that are like that champions amazing champions the the motivation and, and the people out there to follow they're they're all out there you know don't don't let these politicians and the politics and and uh you know all these these extremist people get you down don't worry about they're only yelling like that cuz People are listening, just stop listening to them. Follow other people like uh like Ivan J or Kathy or or um um gosh, there's so many. There's like these little kids who've had heart transplants and they're out there running around like like little ninjas and riding their bikes, kicking soccer balls and all that sort of stuff. Man, I mean these kids are, are champs. Kids like Nevin. There's tons of kids out there like Nevin who are fighting leukemia or, or cancer or... or um, there's a guy on here that had a stroke because of the blood there he was on from his LVAD. And um, the, the blood was uh, pulling in his brain. So they had to do uh, surgery on his head, drain the blood off and put his scalp back on. And he's like, no worse for wear. I mean that dude's a champion. Well, like I said, I got so many people on, on Instagram that are awesome that I, I couldn't even tell you... I couldn't even tell you who he is right now. So many people. Here's another little guy here, he's having a little nap, he's a little diabetic dude. Here's some lady doing fitness training because she's a machine. Um she at one point was overweight. You know, now she's not. Um I mean, maybe she's a little bit over. She's healthy. She's doing. She's doing healthy things. She's helping her heart. She's getting blood flow to her kidneys, her liver, her muscles, her lungs, um, her brain. You know, and uh, and and giving her body the the necessary fuel and stuff like that. That's that's what I mean by that. I, I don't care what shape you are or anything like that. It makes no difference to me. But if you're out there and you're doing exercise, I, I bought this this thing to do um, indoor training on my bicycle and my daughter has been using it. I'm absolutely tickled pink about it. I can't believe it. You know, she gets on there. I don't know how long she gets on there. I think she's on there a while. She gets on there and she does these things. She, she's she got the app for it and everything else. And I'm so happy that she's exercising like that. She, I mean, she's in, she's in good enough shape. That's my youngest one, the baddest baby. You know, there's so many people, you guys, that we can follow and get strength from. All different colors, all different um, sexual preferences, all with different um, things that, it, obstacles. Here's a here's a kid, he looks like, um, I don't know, he looks like nine, and he's got chronic heart disease. I mean, how strong is that little dude? He's a cool looking little guy too. He's got a real funny shirt on, but it's in Spanish. I can't read it. It's a Spanish kid. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, he's got a, a toothbrush and then a... I hate my job, the toothbrush, and then there's a roll of toilet paper. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, how funny is that? And he's he's got chronic heart disease, so he's, he's got battles every day. Here's another lady who's had a heart transplant, and she's a doctor or a nurse. Looks like a nurse. There's so many different positive things out there, everybody. There's so many different people doing, you know... I got another few people on here that are, um, um, they take really cool pics. So they go all over the place and take these real cool pics. And some of these pictures are amazing. That puts a smile on your face. Find something that makes you happy. Do it. Find two things, three things, five things, ten things. Find as many things as you want to make you happy. Keep humble. Keep your eye on the prize and fight like Kathy, fight like Nevin, fight like Ivan, fight like my mom. You know, never give up. Don't hold a grudge. Don't be stupid like I was when I was younger and hold a grudge. It's not worth it. It's too much anger. It's too much, it takes up too much space in your heart. And I borrowed, I got somebody else's heart, so I, I can't I can't do that. You know, can't uh, I can't do that anymore, and I don't. Um, you know, another you know another person I find very motivating is is my wife, who's been through all this shit, and how to deal with all the different stuff. She's doing powerlifting. She's an amazing mom, amazing woman, and and she should be celebrated. As an amazing mom and an amazing woman, um, you know there's another hero. You want somebody to follow. Follow my wife. You know she's amazing as well. So there's so many different people out there. Everybody, there's so many good things that are happening. There's so many, so many things that that can make us smile on a daily basis. Yes, we're dealing with this pandemic right now, but we'll get through it because we're tough and we're strong, and that's just how humans are. Together, together as a team, thriving off each other, we'll get through this, no problem. We want to stay isolated and fighting each other and letting these people divide us and and everything. Then No, we probably won't make it. When we come out the back end, we'll all be miserable and pissed off. We don't have to be, though. We don't have to be miserable and pissed off. We can accept things for what they are accept people for who they are accept people for their beliefs and and carry on just like just like kathy and just like nevin you know all those different nurses and doctors that help all those different people they all just come in to help they they don't hold any grudges they don't they don't care what color you are they don't care who you are they don't care what religion you are they don't care about any of that stuff they just come in there and they're just in there to help regardless Not, you know how awesome and unbelievable is that that those people are like that so we can be the same we don't we don't have to worry about it we just do it and if somebody doesn't like it then don't listen to them you know anyway guys listen we'll get through this as a team kathy you're friggin' awesome i love you you're amazing um and uh as i as i get any updates from from kathy i'll i'll do a quick little podcast and, and uh and and do some updates and try and do some fun stuff we're gonna build up a squat rock today and then we're gonna go snowmobile in this afternoon when it warms up a little bit and uh um, we're gonna go out and have a little bit of fun um it's easy for us here there's a lot of space where we can go where we will not run into anybody, and we're all isolated in the same way. and And my one daughter, she doesn't live at home, but we just we just stay distanced apart. Um, but uh, she's very, 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 very careful. So listen, everybody. I love you. I I hope everybody's doing well. Um, let's do this together, and uh, let's let's keep fighting. Okay. Uh, thanks again to my donor. None of this is possible without you here. Um, I'm hoping that uh, everybody's safe from this pandemic and I, I hope that we still get to do a uh, shoot for the vitals come the end of June. I know that um, I have, I'm have, i still practicing with my bow and I was doing pretty good at, uh, uh, I was doing excellent 30 yards, 40 yards is coming along pretty good. So I'm looking forward to getting that down pat and um, I just want nothing but the best for everybody. and uh, Um, you know, whatever life you have left and whatever time you have left, I just hope that it's, it's, it is what what you need it to be. God bless everybody.